Today's guest is Bo Wilson, a mum of three, midwife, childbirth educator and homeopathy enthusiast. I met Bo a couple of years ago as a client and I have been completely blown away by how quickly she has learned about homeopathy and how beautifully she is now helping other mums by giving them homeopathic advice as well. She has a Bachelor of Midwifery and Master's in Primary Maternity Care and is currently studying to become a homeopath. Bo is now offering practical and holistic pregnancy, childbirth and early parenting education to mums-to-be in Perth, Western Australia. You can learn more about her workshops at www.birthtobaby.com.au and follow her on Instagram at birthtobabyaus. That's birthtobabyaus. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Homeopathy Hangout, where we discuss all things homeopathy from around the world. And now my mum and your host, Eugenie Kruger. Hello, homies, and a very warm welcome to Homeopathy Hangouts. Today, we get to speak with midwife, childbirth educator, homeopathy enthusiast, and my friend, Bo Wilson. Welcome, Bo. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, and we're very lucky to have Bo right here in Perth. And she's one of the mamas in my Facebook group where I give acute advice. And I've got to say, Bo, there's very few times I've had somebody embrace homeopathy as strongly and as quickly and as intuitively as you have. And you help our mamas out in the Facebook group so much. Uh, I don't even have a chance to help half the time because you're already there with an answer that is formulated even better than I ever could. So I just also want to take a moment quickly to say thank you very much for all the help that you're giving all the mamas in our group. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. And thank you because I've learned so, so much from you, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you maybe want to tell our listeners a little bit about how you were first introduced to homeopathy? Yes. So I actually grew up in Byron Bay, New South Wales. So if you know anything about Byron Bay, it's probably that a lot of the community there are very open to alternate medicine and modalities. So I knew about homeopathy growing up, but I have to admit, and like many people, I did feel, I think I had a a misconstrued idea of what homeopathy was. and, And I thought that it was incorporated herbs and other natural sort of medicines. And so I never really looked into it further. It looked all, it seemed all too complex, I guess. And probably the only thing I did grow up using was Arnica cream. Mm -hmm. That is one (laughs) form of homeopathy that I had always used my whole life. But only in the last two years, I heard about you in a mother's group and I had to look into it deeper because I saw so many great reviews about what homeopathy was offering families. And I had some challenges with my toddler's health, mainly just getting unwell very regularly, attending daycare, and also some issues that were sort of long-standing from when she was a very young baby. And thankfully, I had a consult with you, and life has changed completely. (laughs) And you've also had a consult with my incredible colleague, Sharon Ralston, which is amazing. So wonderful that we have this beautiful team of homeopaths and we've got this, you know, group of mums that we get to support together. So just a shout out to Sharon as well, because I know you've had some really good results there too. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah. Sharon's an angel. (laughs) She is. (laughs) Do you maybe want to share some of your success stories uh, with homeopathy with us? 
I'd love to, yes. So I think mainly these massive changes happened with having a full comprehensive constitutional support with yourself and Sharon. Uh, For me, I have had long-standing issues with my period, so I have suffered a lot of significant period pain since menarche and I went down the medical uh, route when through a specialist who, who was sure I had endometriosis and encouraged me to have explorative surgery for that. And $5,000 later found that there was nothing physically wrong. And I was also on the contraceptive pill for over a decade purely to reduce my period pain with lots of nasty side effects and not really understanding about all the potential for those side effects. And I had a consult with Sharon. Um, I will mention also, like, prior to this, I tried other modalities. I tried acupuncture. I tried, tried Chinese herbs. I tried womb massage. And nothing even scratched the surface. And following my consult with Sharon, she put me on a couple of remedies. One was the painful period mix of yours and one was a constitutional uh, sepia, which I take regularly. And honestly, I don't have any period pain anymore. (laughs) So, uh, and that was, you know, the painful period mix I take one or two doses just as soon as I feel any bit of discomfort and the pain doesn't even arrive anymore. So it's absolutely changed my life. Prior to this, I I couldn't go to work on my first one or two days of having my period and it really disrupted my relationships, being able to parent and be with my children. So it's been a life changer. And also those that constitutional support has helped with vaginal prolapse that I've experienced following the birth of my first daughter. And that is something that's absolutely blown me away because I didn't think that taking anything orally would help with something so mm. physically displaced, mm. uh, but it absolutely has cleared up almost all my symptoms And, yeah, it's really unbelievable and also just helps to regulate my, I guess, my uh, emotional Mm. well-being throughout the month as well. Mm, I'm such a sepia girl as well. I always say it turns me from a mean mummy into a nice mummy. (laughs) That's absolutely it. (laughs) And I'm so grateful you shared about the prolapse because there's a few things that us women don't really like to talk about. One of it is prolapse and one of it is hemorrhoids after childbirth. Ladies, we need to talk about this because our bodies are beautiful. Our bodies are amazing. Our bodies want to heal. And It's so great that we're talking about these things because there are remedies out there that can help a prolapse. There are remedies that can help after a hemorrhoid if you've had a really, you know, if you've pushed quite a lot during the birth or maybe the hemorrhoid started during pregnancy itself or if you have a prolapse after birth. We have homeopathic remedies that can help with that. And I know it seems bizarre that you take this little sweet sugar pill on your tongue and your prolapse heals, but it happens. It's pretty amazing. Absolutely. And I just have to give a shout out to a book I've just finished reading and I'm embarrassed it's taken me so long to read it. 
Dr. Uh, sorry, I don't think she's a doctor. Lara Bryden. The book is called Period Repair Manual. And if you have not read this book, it is a must read for absolutely every woman. It's called Period Repair Manual, Lara Bryden. It is so good. So if you have any issues with your period, even if you don't, if you have ever been on hormonal contraception or you're ever considering it, please read this book. Please give it to your teenage girls to read, and it's going to save them a lot of issues down the line. So, um, Bo, can you tell us a little bit about your midwifery journey? I have a very special in my place in my heart for midwives and for doulas as well, because if it wasn't for my midwife I had in New Zealand, I would not have had the two drug-free home births that I had. So midwives have a very special place in my heart. So are there any other homeopathy success stories that you want to share with us that you've used in your home? Yes, of course, definitely with my toddler. So she had, as you know, a wonderful constitutional appointment with you early on when she was still quite young. And we, she had long-standing nasal congestion at night. We didn't sort of know where it was coming from. We had started to see a naturopath, which was definitely beneficial, but wasn't quite clearing it up. And we went on the journey of vaccine detoxes homeopathically, which I feel has made a world of difference for her. And generally speaking, she is just so well in herself. She was having, you know, the general colds, flus, gastro from being in daycare a lot. And in the past almost a year, she's not been unwell at all. So it's absolutely fantastic, the results we've had there. It's beautiful seeing that constitution becoming stronger and stronger. And when they do get sick, they bounce back so much quicker. And it's it's a beautiful thing to see. Absolutely. Yeah, it's Mm. been, been excellent. And And I just really love working with little kitties as well because, you know, she's changed so much in the last couple of years. And every time I see her, you know, even though it's online, it's beautiful seeing the more words, the more things she's able to do, the different ways she's communicating, just how much more vivacious she is. Like that is the most satisfying thing of my job, getting to see these kitties grow up and just see their beautiful personalities unfold. I bet it is, yeah. And I look back at when we finished like a remedy course and I look back at how far she's come along. It's mm. it's really amazing to see. Yeah. And other other successes I guess are just I use homeopathy really day to day and a big one that I had last year. I've had bronchitis a few times in my life and I had a really nasty cough late last year and it was lingering for two weeks and I went to see a GP finally and she prescribed antibiotics Mm. and obviously I was hesitant to take them because I know a lot of bronchitis doesn't require antibiotics Mm. and I said to her, look, I'd like to just at least do a sample to test Mm. it first to see if it really does require antibiotic treatment. And she was happy to do that. She gave me a sample pot and anyone who's a bit squeamish can <laughs> mute this for a minute. But <laughs> I, I had copious amounts of green phlegm. I was coughing up, coughing up for weeks during this and I was more than willing to provide a sample because I had so much. <laughs> 
And I stepped out of her clinic with the sample pot and I thought, okay, I'm going to produce a sample. I'm going to drop it off at the pathology. But en route, I grabbed my homeopathic remedies. I spoke to my homeopath and she prescribed me uh, tuberculinum. And I took one dose on my way to the pathology to produce the sample. When I got to the pathology, I could not produce anything. (laughs) There was nothing there. And I was literally coughing up all night and all morning up until that moment. And there was nothing to produce anymore. Nothing was coming out. And so I took another dose the next day and I didn't need any more. So that is cough a cool was born. <laughs> yeah. And I've told people this and they're just sort of like, that's not possible. Yeah. Especially with that lingering cough and so much phlegm stuck in the chest. Uh-huh. It's, it's absolutely shocking and hard to believe, I know. Mm-hmm. Unless you've experienced that, you just wouldn't believe that that could be true. But yes, it's pretty amazing. Anything else that yeah. you want to share from your own home prescribing? Just, I guess I've had great success with headache remedies. I've used Bryonia for really severe, well, migraine that I actually sort of self-induced by going off coffee um, <laughs> suddenly. And I was stuck on the bed feeling quite unwell, sensitive to noise and light. I took one dose of Bryonia and it was instant relief within a few minutes. Mm -hmm. Everything was much better. I recently used Coccolis actually after a five-hour flight, but it was a red-eye flight over east. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get much sleep at all. And after a few hours of being there, I had sort of a bit of an aura and some vision changes and just felt tired and a bit off. I took a dose of coccolis and again, within five minutes, the aura was gone. I felt so much better. I've also used coccolis a lot with motion sickness. I get motion sick on small planes, any boats and long car rides. So I use that for myself and my daughter for that. Uh, quite regularly and Arnica obviously is just such a great remedy for all mums to have on hand I used it not long ago when my son had a nosebleed he had a couple of nosebleeds for a couple of nights and I didn't really know what to do at the time in terms of homeopathics and it was bleeding for say five to ten minutes in the middle of the night while we just sort of waited it out. And the third night we gave a dose of Arnica was gone within a minute. Such good good. relief and no more after that since then. So that's good. That is really cool. And, uh, you know, I have to admit that I do like my coffee and, you know, it's very funny in South Africa, we get given coffee from when we're very little kitty. So, you know, I was five, six, seven years old and we'd make ourselves a coffee with some rusks before bed. Yeah. And every day after school, you'd have a coffee, you'd have a coffee at night. So it was not strange for us. We were just raised on coffee. But when I do decide to 
not have coffee for a while, I get an instant headache. And just this weekend gone, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go off the coffee for a little bit. But because I had planned it, unlike, you know, another day where I just accidentally didn't have coffee that day and then I had a headache and then had to treat with remedies then. This time I was prepared. So I had a bottle of coffee, <laughs> the remedy made from coffee next to my bed. And when I woke up on Sunday morning, I had a dose of coffee and I had it every half an hour. And for the first time, I had no headache from no coffee withdrawal symptoms at all. So, and then also I just want to say, you mentioned about coculus. Isn't homeopathy so amazing that this one remedy is great for motion sickness? It's also great for jet lag. And it's also great for mothers who have had a lot of interrupted sleep because they're looking after little ones. And then the next day they just feel completely out of it. And coculus just really helps to bring your energy back, which is so amazing. Absolutely. And I've used it for all of those uses. It's been a lifesaver. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes people complain, oh, but you have to have so many different remedies to be able to treat things at home. And that can be true. You do need to have like a good set of really sort of like 30 or 50 remedies or so if you really want to start getting into home prescribing. But the remedies never expire. So it is a really good investment. And one remedy can treat so many different things. So I just wanted to pipe up and say that. But Bo, tell us a little bit about your midwifery journey because I have an incredible soft spot in my heart for midwives. If it wasn't for my own midwife in New Zealand, I would not have had the two amazing drug-free home births that I had. So please tell us about how you then decided to become a midwife and what did you enjoy about that part of your life? Yeah, so I was interested in becoming a midwife since I was young. I remember I was about 12 when my sister was being born and we had a private midwife coming to our home and I learned about it then and I just was quite fascinated about this work of the midwife, you know, coming into our family home and supporting us through that and I felt I was a little bit too sort of young. When I first graduated from school, I wanted to sort of see the world and grow in my life experience first. So I did that and it was wonderful traveling and working actually in other fields, which were quite different, but gave me some really good professional experience. And then I came back to midwifery. So I applied, I was living in Canberra at the time I started my degree there for a year and then I moved back to sort of where my family are living in Queensland and finalised my studies there and I worked in primarily as a student we do placements from the very beginning so we are following women throughout their pregnancy labour and birth and after from day one really I attended my first birth four weeks after starting as a student midwife and yeah that just confirmed it for me it was the most miraculous amazing miracle and I knew I wanted to be part of that and yes since then I've moved worked in Townsville working in a lot more high risk uh, midwifery care and working with Indigenous Australian women from remote communities coming to Townsville for their pregnancy care and also uh, here in Perth in very, very busy tertiary hospital. And what I learnt in those two years of my career is that I found I was working in labour and birth suite and so, so, so many women were coming into hospital in labour 
and so unprepared about the journey that they were embarking on. And time after time, these women were nervous, afraid. They didn't know what they could do. They didn't know they had choices. And often they handed their care over willingly to us and the doctors. But that resulted in things happening to them that they wouldn't have chosen for themselves if they truly knew they had a choice in it all. And when I became a mother the first time, I realised, you know, I was at the other end of the care that I provided. And even for me as a midwife, things happened to me that I wish hadn't. Mm. But I did have a voice. I was well informed and I even attended hypnobirthing as a midwife Mm. for my own pregnancy which is an amazing, amazing course. Mm. But the conclusion I came to was that women need to be connected with education and opportunities to learn about the physiological process of labour before they go on that journey and to realise that they have choice in their experience and that they need to take leadership of that journey because pregnancy, labour and birth are life-altering experiences and more often than not they will have a huge impact on your life moving forward and especially transitioning to becoming a mother. So that's where I developed my own active birth classes and I just wanted to provide women with that opportunity to have more comprehensive and tailored workshops that will help them to feel empowered. Mm. I love that saying, would we know better, we do better. And so if you can go into that experience, that birthing experience, knowing what your options are and feeling empowered, it's just going to make the whole experience so much better because, you know, part of our job as homeopaths is we do clean up a lot of the mess of what happens in the birthing suite when women did not feel empowered. They did not know what their choices were. They handed their power over to somebody else, like you said, willingly because they just didn't know that they had a choice. And then afterwards coming out of that experience a little bit shell shocked. And then we have to mop up the damage, not just for the mum, but because the baby is so closely linked to her mental, emotional physical state, you know, often the the fallout that can happen with a baby's health when you're seeing colic and reflux and all these sorts of things that are actually connected with, you know, the the baby being so connected with a mum and experiencing her anger and frustration and uh, depression and grief at not having had the empowered birth that she deserves. So I'm really excited about you doing this childbirth education classes. And of course, cherry on the cake that you are now this incredible home prescriber and I just want to say to our listeners, Bo, is now studying to become a homeopath, which is absolutely wonderful. And I'm very excited for the people that are going to be doing your classes because they're going to have this incredibly holistic aspect of how they can make the most empowered decision possible. And your classes are online as well, right? So tell us a little bit about the class itself, what people will learn and how they can sign up, how long it is, as much information as you can. Yes, so at the moment I'm offering a four-hour active birth class for women and their support person, and that is in small groups of about four to five couples. And I also offer it online, so 
at the moment the online courses will be uh, privately just with the one couple. And I like to offer both options because I know with everything that's happened in the recent couple of years, women are feeling a lot more disconnected with their pregnancy care providers and definitely uh, in-person education and things like that. Mm. If you're birthing through a public hospital, the options for attending an educational uh, program are very limited. They do often run them, but the places run out very quickly due to resources and things like that. So I like, and obviously with now with more of the restrictions reduced and things, I do want women to feel that they can come along in person, meet other women and connect in that way to feel a bit more community support, I guess. But I know, obviously, uh, for some people, they feel more comfortable doing it online and also because of their family circumstances, possibly if a partner works away or something, but doing it online at a more tailored time and things is more convenient for them. So we learn about really the core of it all is understanding the physiological process of labour so that you can do everything to optimise that physiological process, which will hopefully lead to a normal vaginal birth without intervention, but also always respecting that, you know, labour and birth sometimes takes its own course that we can't always fully control and giving women the tools to navigate that process if things change. Mm, Amazing. And you said that you're also able to do a tailored workshop where if somebody, for example, is planning a C-section that you can still work around that so what would you do in a case like that absolutely so often they I can either come to the woman's home or we can do it online and uh, we talk about the process of the surgery so I think I think I've heard you say it so many times that I think knowledge actually reduces fear so much Mm. so the more you know the more confident you can feel about a new journey that you're embarking on and often especially in an operating theatre, it's just such a a foreign place for people. So we talk about what that's like, the process, how you can be involved, what choices you can make. I'm a big advocate for gentle caesareans, which means the woman might choose her own music to play. Obviously, there's not a lot we can do about the actual room and the decor, but it's music can really connect someone to their I guess their inner self and just reduce stress all of those things that are still so so powerful in that process and then more so talking about that early breastfeeding so important after any birth including cesarean and a bit about any of the things that can sort of slow down that process of your milk coming in and things after surgery homeopathics um, Uh and how they can help (laughs) that process as well yeah and also just uh, recuperating from surgery and then more so coming home and settling baby at home and breastfeeding and things like that in the first few weeks after birth Mm -hmm. amazing 
Now, Bo, you are such an amazing home prescriber, like I said before, and you consistently blow my mind every, I mean, every single day you're on the group helping so many mums all around Perth with acute remedies. How did you become such a great home prescriber so quickly? And what advice do you have for other people who are new to homeopathy and would like to fast track <laughs> their, you know, home prescribing skills? What sort of things have worked for you? Yeah, I would say for me, I probably know such a tiny, tiny percentage of knowledge that there is to know about homeopathy. But for me, I think my advantage is that I love research and I think I'm good at it from all of my years of study and things like that. And being a midwife, it's just an extremely important tool we use to ensure that we provide evidence-based research and advice but research yeah is a big thing it's reading uh i use a lot of online uh, materia medicas to uh, look up uh remedies so i guess the the process i follow is that i will first have a look online of what remedies are good for a certain ailment or illness. And then I will narrow it down to three, four, five remedies. And then I will check the Materia Medica to look at the full picture of those remedies. So Mm. that helps me find the best remedy. But I have to say like 80% of my knowledge has come from you and your group. So I I learned from the best and I passed (laughs) on to others. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> that is so cool. How are your studies going so far? Are you enjoying it? Oh, I absolutely love it. I could just mm. read about homeopathy 24-7. <laughs> I tell my partner every day I don't have enough hours to spend in my day just reading and learning. I just find it absolutely fascinating in the fact that sometimes it does feel overwhelming knowing that there are so many remedies and, um, you know, how to, to match them mm. to a certain symptom or a person. But I just find that so thrilling to know yes. that there are so many options available. And, yeah, I, I, I just, the studies are great. I've just handed in my first assignment, so oh, I'm really yay. early days. <laughs> awesome. But, yeah. yes, I'm studying through Switch on Health and it's all very student-led I guess in terms of timing and things like that which I really need being at home with my toddler. Amazing I wish I could tell you the overwhelm gets less it doesn't it probably gets more the more you learn but like you say like just that excitement of it all as long as you if you're a lifelong learner then homeopathy is the best career you could ever be in because you will never run out of content to learn <laughs> and just Absolutely. enjoying enjoying that journey and just you know marveling in the wonder of nature and the wonder of our bodies and how we have everything at our disposal to be able to heal if we just go out and, and look for the resources so Bo, can you tell our listeners where they can sign up for your course and any last message that you want to leave us with before we finish off? Sure. So my website is www.birthtobaby.com.au. So you will find a full outline of my active birth classes on there. I also have a few uh, sort of pregnancy related products for sale on there just to make them available to especially to locals in Perth. 
always contact me if you have any particular circumstances that you would like uh, information on or a tailored class because I like to talk with you and able to meet your needs in terms of that. You can also follow me on Instagram at birth to baby AUS. Amazing. Any last messages you want to leave our listeners with? I guess a couple of just really big learnings I've had is in being new to homeopathy is two things. Less is more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at the very beginning of uni- using homeopathics, I was a bit scattered with trying lots of different things. And I think we probably all go on that journey yeah. a little bit <laughs> to an extent, and that's perfectly fine. But just to remind yourself that, yeah, less is more. You don't need to sort of approach any illness with lots of remedies and and it's not sort of like one remedy for each symptom. You can Mm -hmm. often find one remedy for everything that's going on for the person. Mm -hmm. And the way I navigate that is I take notes of what has helped my family and even different notes for each person because some of us respond better to other remedies Mm. and the other thing is you know you don't have to treat every single ailment either because I think that's the amazing thing is that yes there's basically a remedy for everything in homeopathy (laughs) but I think we also become as mums a little bit anxious at times Mm. about sort of getting on top of illness and reducing our children's suffering and things Mm. like that and the body is an amazing, amazing thing. And we can remember that, you know, it's very good at healing on its own as well with certain things as well. I completely agree. That's such a valid point you made here right at the end. I feel like I want to start a podcast all over again with you saying that because sometimes, you know, I think once the mums, often they feel so helpless when they come from the medical model because they don't have many options. There's antibiotics, there's steroids, that's about it. So when they come to homeopathy, suddenly there's this whole new world like, ah, that opens up to them and they're like, oh, I can use the remedy for everything. And then they might post in our group and there's like this tiny little dot, you know, they'll post a photo of a tiny dot on their baby's skin and you can hardly see it on the photo. And they're like, what remedy do I use for that? And I'm like, you literally do not need a remedy for that. Your baby will heal itself. So there's a fine balance. And like you said, a lot of that anxiety can creep in as well. So yeah, um, that's, it's a whole other episode in itself. Bo, you are going to be an amazing homeopath. You already are an amazing, uh, you know, student homeopath. I'm so excited for you using homeopathy with your midwifery. Once you start doing that again, when your, your little one's a bit older incorporating that into your childbirth classes. I'm just very excited for where your future is going. Uh, It's looking very, very bright. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on the show today and I'll chat with you very soon. Thank you so much for your time, Eugenie. Such a pleasure.